I am professional wrestler Chris Rex, and if you're hearing my voice, that means you're listening to the Bear of Texas podcast. Dallas Cowboys fans, are you ready? Are you ready to hear the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth? Are you ready to hear what I, the Bear of Texas, has to say regarding the Dallas Cowboys? Well then, grab a beer, have a seat, and buckle up. Because this ride will start out slow, but I guarantee you it will intensify by the second. And here we go. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another edition of Cowboys Talk, the Dallas Cowboys discussion segment of the Bear of Texas podcast, proudly brought to you by Sarcastic Remarks, the only Dallas Stars fan-led podcast of the Metroplex. Join the Chambers brothers every week as they will discuss anything related to your Dallas Stars. It's my honor to welcome back to the show, Mr. John Alcorn. How's it going, John? Pretty good, and this week, I should say technically next Monday, but still this week, the Dallas Cowboys are taking on the Arizona Cardinals in a Monday night football game. Pretty exciting if you ask me. Well, it's going to be. I mean, they have one of the best backups in the league right now who has playoff experience, so that's going to be a big for them. Well... I'm glad that you put it that way because Andy Dalton is now the starting quarterback for the Dallas Cowboys. A lot of people are not happy with him that, you know, it, it, everybody's, there's always fans like this. They're quick to judge the book by the cover. They just immediately hop off, hop off the bandwagon, don't even give the guy a chance. Andy Dalton is a veteran of over 10 years in the National Football League. He's had success. He's had ups and downs just like everybody else. He's in a good place around with the Dallas Cowboys, and I am more than confident that Mr. Andy Dalton is perfectly capable of leading the Dallas Cowboys to an NFC East title and hopefully a playoff win. He has over 204 TDs and under 125, under 125 interceptions, so he acts like he's some like Ryan Fitzpatrick. I think he'll be good. Exactly. And speaking of uh, another quarterback, the Dallas Cowboys actually signed Garrett Gilbert earlier this week. Garrett Gilbert is a very familiar name. I grew up a huge fan of the Texas Longhorns, so Garrett Gilbert's definitely a name I'm familiar with. It just mm-hmm. makes, it just makes right. me sad about what happened with Gilbert. How he was the best? No, he was probably the best Longhorn recruit ever. I mean, when the Longhorns got him, I remember when I was in high school. Man, I was so excited. But it, me too. But you know what? I'm just glad that that Garrett Gilbert is back in the state of Texas, where he's going to be part of the Dallas Cowboys. Right. I think. I mean, I don't disagree with the signing, but I don't see the point in having him on there when Cooper Rush is going to be the backup. When his preseason a couple years ago, he played phenomenal. They don't really need Garrett Gilbert. I guess it's just uh, have some room on the depth chart, I guess. Yeah, that, that's probably uh, that's definitely a good point, but it's always good to have three quarterbacks. And keep in mind, Cooper Rush is actually not on the team anymore. He's actually a free agent. That's right, Packers. 
Yeah, uh, Ben, De- ben DiNucci is right now the backup of Andy Dalton. So, that's right. So Garrett Gilbert is the third string. Uh, is the third mm-hmm. string. That's So let's get to it. Let's go ahead and talk about the upcoming game in, against the Arizona Cardinals. A couple of weeks ago, I would have said with this horrible defense, there's no way Dallas can win. But coming into this week, Dallas does have a fairly good chance because, unfortunately for Arizona, Chandler Jones is out for the year. And he's probably their best defensive player at the moment, aside from Patrick Peterson. Here's the thing. Dallas has a great offense, but their defense cannot force turnovers. You paid DeMarcus Lawrence. You lost Byron Jones in free agency. Their, their safety corners are lackluster. I think the Cars will win this game. This is Kyler Murray here. It's not no scrub. They run the football. They, remember, they have DeAndre Hopkins. And that's been proven. So far, that chemistry works. It's not to disrespect any Dolan, but the fact of the matter is, though, the safety thing is going to be a big defensive discipline for the Cowboys. They have struggled this year. You know, Speaking of Kyler Murray, what's really interesting is Kyler Murray is going to be right at home playing at AT&T Stadium because they were they were joking about this on, on the radio. Technically, it's not a joke. It's actually 100% accurate. But there's probably no other player on any other on both of these teams that have had more games at AT&T Stadium than Kyler Murray because Kyler Murray uh, played high school football in Allen, which is not far from Dallas. You know, had, had many high school football games there, including the playoffs. Played there, you know, during his days at the University of Oklahoma, and now he's finally going to play there as a professional football player. And what's even interesting, you know, you speak about how horrible this Cowboys defense is, especially against you know the passing and the de- and the rushing. Kyler Murray leads all quarterbacks in rushing yards at the moment. Mary, they have Chase Edmonds, who's actually the leading rusher for the Cardinals here. Yeah, I mean, basically, in a nutshell. The point is, the Arizona Cardinals have a pretty darn good offense. What it's going to come down to is the offensive line of the I'm so concerned about the Cardinals' offensive line. They just, the Cowboys just lost another offensive lineman to injury for the rest of the entire 2020 season. You know, speaking of offensive line, um, John, it, the Arizona offensive line is pretty banged up too but nowhere near as bad as the Cowboys' offensive line. Well, it's been terrible. I mean, if you want to talk about offensive line, they should be on SNL. But I think what it's going to come down to is offense and defensive discipline. If they don't have that, that's what the Cowboys do. They need to take advantage. Their their division is garbage. It's like a pile of poopy diapers. So many injuries <laughs> across the board. You could have six or seven wins and have a chance to win it this year. The Redskins, or sorry, football team, because they couldn't think of a better name. Well, they haven't come have up with a name Kyle, yet. They haven't come up with a name Kyle, yet. <laughs> they've had plenty of time. But yeah, Kyle Allen, who's nothing. Alex Smith, who nearly died two years ago in a football accident, is their backup. That, to me, should win come at play of the year. But that's something different. Well, speaking of Alex Smith, he's no longer the Washington football team backup because he came into the game last week. I forgot it was, who it was against. I think, okay. But th- he came back and had a, a very decent performance, and you know the whole story about you know that that in- that injury that you know could have killed him because he had nearly a dozen operations on it. But but yeah, the NFC East is horrible. I mean, it's even sad. I said this you know in these other uh, recaps and uh, 
previews on this show that it's embarrassing because at one point, with the Washington football team being on, on top of the division, I described the situation as humiliating because a team without a, without a name leads to the division. I mean, that's pretty embarrassing if you ask me. What they all have in common is they Cowboys still have a chance. If they lose this game, it would hurt the Cardinals more than it does. Because remember, the Cardinals are in the same division as Seattle. And we've mm-hmm. talked about Wilson before, so we're not going to go on a rant about that again. No. But, you know, you know, there's a lot of things. You know, because when I was speaking about how everybody has no faith in, Dal- in Andy Dalton, throughout, because everybody was just saying these things that don't make sense. He was in Cincinnati. He never won a playoff game. Look, it's unfortunate he never won a playoff game. But the point is, he took the Bengals to the playoffs. That's something that's on his resume. I mean, whether he won a playoff game or not, the key is he took them to the playoffs. You know, it, 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 go ahead, go ahead. The owner was cheap. The owner did nothing. And you trade your best offensive alignment to the Rams, to a potential Super Bowl contender of the future. And you don't put the pieces around them. Think about it. You had a good running back years ago in Bernard, who was 1,000 yards pretty much every single year. You also had, I'm not going to rant, but the owner was cheap. He had plenty of time over the years to put true agents around them. And they continuously let the defensive player, one of the dirtiest guys in the league, stay on the team. That hurt them more. Obviously, not, no excuse. But now that Nick Foles is a starter, Andy Dalton's the best backup now starter, backup slash starter in the league. People need to look at his numbers here. They're very good. I think with that offense, with those, he finally has the weapons. You see, you see, ladies and gentlemen, John just brought up a very important key. The key word is weapons. Yes, Andy Dalton did have weapons in his first couple of years in Cincinnati, which is why the team was very good. But as great as the weapons he had in Cincinnati, he never, ever had anything as amazing, as talented, or as unique as the likes of Amari Cooper, C.D. Lamb, Dalton Schultz, and Ezekiel Elliott. We saw saw Dalton's arm against the Giants, how he had that two-clutch plays. Two amazing clutch plays to Michael Gallup. That's amazing. That's the veteran instinct that is so unique that Andy Dalton has. This is why I'm so excited to watch him play. I mean, I, I you know, look, I'll, I admit this on Twitter. I am not Dak Prescott's biggest fan, but I do believe he's a good quarterback. But at the same time, even though as painful as it that Mr. Prescott is certain, I wish him the best. My prayers are with him. When we have a veteran like Andy Dalton coming into the game, we finally get to see him play on a team that's plenty of talent. Like, we're finally giving him what he never exactly had in Cincinnati. Exactly. All they drafted was A.J. Green. After They drafted John Ross, and it didn't work out. So, folks, for people that want to draft players, speed doesn't always mean success. That's it. And they kept around Tyler Eifert, who had the potential to be a top-five tight end, but couldn't stay healthy. And there was also uh, Mohamed Sanu, I believe. And there was also uh, what was the former Oklahoma Mohamed Sanu uh, and former, Ted Ginn. And the former Oklahoma tight end, uh, Jermaine Gresham. I believe his name. He was. I, I think he was Correct. still there. Yeah, he was still there for a couple of years. It's just. It's you know. It's like you said. It's the you know. You know when, when an owner, the GM, whatever. When the front office is being cheap, they're not building around a quarterback they have so much faith in. It's not going to work out. Like you know, especially in this situation, if they don't build around Joe Burrow, then what was the point, right? Mm-hmm. Here's the thing, and this is going to be weird. I think the Cowboys are in a better chance this year, a playoff contention with Dalton 
than Prescott. Not against Prescott. When Prescott had that injury, and I did, and I saw it, but not the that at that point. I'm a fan of Prescott off the field. He's a man of God. That's what I love. But we talking about Andy Dalton. I think it's a better chance that Prescott to lead him through the division this year because he has that experience through the tough times. He's played NFC opponents. He's he knows the what in playoff environment is like. And I think you're going to need that playoff experience in the quarterback to succeed from the from the regular season to the playoffs. In the quarterbacks now, Carson Wentz can't get it. Carson uh, chokes. Whatever you want to call him. Uh, Danny Dump, uh, Kyle Allen. Danny Dump's easily the best quarterback in that division right now. He can take advantage of that with his playoff experience with Mike McCarthy, with the team that they have. I think this could go a bunch of different ways. But I think they're better positioned for Danny Dump than Dak Prescott because of his playoff ability and veteran experience. Okay. So let's go ahead and specifically focus on this Monday's game. Andy Dalton's definitely going to have to throw the ball, but the Cowboys have to run the football too. They need okay. Zeke Elliott has yet to run for a hundred yards in a game. It has not come to the time until now. They have to run the ball, and Zeke Elliott needs to run all over the field. I agree. Here's the thing, dude. If let me look up the numbers, but they're not getting him. They're not using it effectively, I guess is the best way to say okay, it. Okay, great. You had 22 attempts, then 14, then 12. That shows experience there. Either Ezekiel Elliott can't get it done because he's solid. He had some. He's struggling with turnovers in the first couple of games. But they're also not getting involved in the passing game. I believe when he gets it done in the passing game, he gets it done in the running game. And you see the 12 attempts, no TDs. He has to – he has – Ezekiel Elliott does – have turnovers, they don't have a chance. If they don't stop Kyle Murray in that running game, and Ziggy Elliott's the bread and butter of the football team on the offense, if he can't get it done, you can kiss this game goodbye. Okay. And you're absolutely right. Zeke Elliott has to hold on to the, to the forgive the language, he has to hold on to the goddamn ball because it was against Cleveland, he has that huge run, he coughs it up, it was all for naught. Mm-hmm. Exactly. If that happens, John is absolutely right. You can kiss the game goodbye because it's over before it even begins. <laughs> so run the ball, run the ball effectively. And Arizona's defense allows an average of 124 yards on the ground per game, mm-hmm. which is you know it's pretty high. You know, but not, that, that doesn't make it worse in the league. But the Cowboys. Allow an average of 156 yards of rushing per game, and I'm not surprised if I wouldn't be surprised if Kyler Murray, you know, had a good 50, uh, had a good at least 50 rushing yards in this game, and maybe rushed for a touchdown. That's Kyler Murray. I mean, he's not just good with the arm; he's good with his feet. He's a dual threat quarterback. He's unique. That's just how he is, and you know, that's what makes you know, he makes the game exciting. Kyler Murray is one of those dudes, if he has a horrible defense, he will not hesitate to take advantage. Because at the end of the day, that's what he's supposed to do. Always take advantage of your opponent's weaknesses. But now I'm looking at total offense. And Arizona is, is you know, averages close to 350 yards of total offense per game. It's pretty big. Oh yeah, he's playing like phenomenal. In terms of the running game, and if he keeps that going, he already has more touchdowns this year rushing than he does last year. So if they can't stop Kyle Murray. I don't 
see how the Cowboys have a chance. Zeke Elliott cannot have any turnovers. He struggled with that. He struggled getting the ball going. You see him early, have like five carries for six yards. You can't have that. This is y'all's chance right now. And sooner or later, you're going to run out of chances saying, oh, we still have next week because of how bad our division is. We have to stop that at this before this game starts immediately. Basically, at this point, John, you're saying is every every second of every game counts. Yep, exactly, 100%. Okay, and you know what? Amen to that, brother. Amen to that. So that's pre- So that's you know, key to victory number one, folks. John and I just talked about it. The Cowboys have to run the ball effectively. Zeke Elliott cannot cough up the ball. He needs to run, hold on, score some touchdowns. You know what? Have a 100-yard game. That's number one. So Zeke Elliott has to have at least 100 yards, okay, of of a uh, running game. If, if he has, you know, if he has good games with a screen pass and you know on the screen plays, that's good too. But we want him to run the ball for 100 yards because that's what's needed for the Cowboys. Now I'm looking at DeAndre Hopkins, you know, and this is no surprise because DeAndre Hopkins is arguably one of the best receivers of this generation. You know what? No, strike that. He is the best wide receiver of this generation. So it doesn't surprise me that right now he leads the league in reception yards with 528. Although he's only he only he's only scored twice, but the bottom line is it's not about scoring. He can catch, he can create he can create offense, he can just run all over the place if if, if against the poor secondary. So I wouldn't be I'm not going to be surprised. I I am going to predict that against the Cowboys, he's probably going to have at least 100 yards receiving. Easy. Yeah, he's one of the best in the league now that he actually has a quarterback. And I think Okay, easy, easy. Okay, Deshaun Watson is a good quarterback. I mean, you should probably say he's on a team. No, he is, but I'm saying he has a quarterback like longer term. You know that they're going to be there for more than a year or two. He was uncertain what was going to happen with Deshaun Watson. So we're certain that he's going to be there beyond one to two years and that we know that for at least the next four to five plus years, they're going to be together. This is not just a one or two year thing. Okay, all right. That, that, that makes sense. And he's obviously in a team that that will actually use him better. You know, and There's better management and better coaching, right? One hundred percent. I mean, we can talk about the other stuff later if you want, but uh, for sure. Okay. So that brings up to key number two. The defense has to play defense, defense, defense. I mentioned this earlier. As banged up as the Cowboys' offensive line is, the Arizona offensive line is banged up too. Because as I'm looking at right here, they have, uh, you know, both. They've lost both starting guards in Justin Pugh and J.R. Sweezy. Okay, they lost them both last week in their in their uh, thirty to ten uh, loss. Uh, again, I forgot who it was, but you know that's irrelevant. But knowing Kyler Murray the way we know, he's just he, he's too smart. I mean, he, he could have a banged up offensive line, the worst offensive line in the league, and I'm sure he can still do something something out of it. That's just Kyler Murray in a nutshell. So Demarcus Lawrence. Has to get to the quarterback, okay? Not just Demarcus Lawrence, everybody, okay? So key to victory number two. Now I'm gonna go a little bit deep. The Cowboys have, to, and I said this last week against um against the Giants. The Cowboys have to sack the quarterback at least six times. I said last it, it, for the Cowboys, more often than not, John, it takes at least six quarterback sacks to have a good chance of winning the game. Exactly, getting to the quarterback effectively is to be their biggest factor. Demarcus Lawrence, I can look up his numbers right now, and they haven't been worth the money that he's getting paid. I mean, Demarcus Lawrence finally had a good play against the Giants when he uh, forced a, a, stra- a, um, a sack strip on Daniel Jones, and 
Anthony Brown was able to take it to the house. I mean, that's what I love to see from the Cowboys' defense. So if they can do that again on Monday against the Cardinals, then the defense is finally beginning to wake up. And speaking of the defense, John, Lane Vander Esch apparently is, quote, on track to play against the Cardinals. I advise against it, honestly. I really do, because I, I'm i at the point, you know, my friend Wiley, a.k.a. the Ven Mysterio, you know, describes Lane Van Der Esch as the new Sean Lee 2.0 because as great as he is, he he gets hurt a lot. So even if Lane Van Der Esch is somehow, someway clear to play next uh, for Monday Night Football, as precaution, don't have him play in the game. No. It's not worth the risk at this point, especially since he's coming off a fractured Al- collarbone. Alden Smith is... Exactly, don't rush anything back. Alden Smith, who I never thought I would say, is a big factor. In this, he's gotten effective to the quarterback the first couple of games. He's gotten it done. He's back to what he was in 2015, I believe, with the San Francisco 49ers. He's a factor in this game. If the injuries, that's the biggest thing, is if they get. He's going to win the game. It's not a blowout, but they're going to win because, again, safeties, I don't really know who they have at this point. Oh, the Cowboys? Exactly, yes. Well, for safety, they'll still Xavier Woods unless he's hurt. I mean, you know, there's so many injuries. You know, I've lost track, but there's still those na- those names out there. Um, you know, Trayvon, 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 Trayvon Diggs is still there. Big plays is a problem. Yeah, exactly. The secondary of the Cowboys, the biggest problem is they blow up the coverage. They can't keep up. And obviously there's a, there's a problem with penalties and not being able to, you know, to, to intercept a pass, but... So, uh, uh, along with uh, the six sacks, the Cowboys have to force some turnovers, you know, intercept the ball. If they can do it once, that's good. If they can do it twice or maybe three times, that would be great. The odds just went up. So, now we're at six sacks and forced turnovers, okay? So, that's two. And this is all into the second key to victory. When I said defense, defense, defense. So, that's two defensive things right there. So, now we need a third. Okay. Don't make stupid mistakes. I'm talking about don't commit penalties, don't get burned on the play, don't miss tackles. You know what? Do your job. So when I say defense, 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 I have three ways, I have three things to say. That's the third. So having all of that in is to play defense. So that's key to victory number two is playing defense, defense, defense. Does that make sense? Exactly. But Dallas, so I have very... Uh... Very skeptical about it, but you're right. I mean, it's it's honestly it's probably been you know over ten years since Dallas has had really an effective defense. I mean, last time they did, I was probably a junior in high school in two thousand nine. <laughs> wow. I mean, yeah, you know, I, you're much older than I am. I'm only twenty two. <laughs> well, you know what? Well, you know, you know what? <laughs> yeah, you know, it's just yeah, fair. Yeah, I can say last time the Cowboys had a good defense, I was a teenager in high school. You know what? I'll, I'll even be better. I was immature at the time. I was not. I was not mature. <laughs> I mean, it is true. In high, in high school, I was not. You know, I was not as mature or serious as I am today. But you know what? At least I'm grown up now. So now, now we got to get to. Now we got to talk about the offense. Now we talked about Andy Dalton already, and, and I have all the faith in the world in Andy Dalton. But now we got. We, we talked about the running game already. So those are two things to the key. So the so key number three. Is for the offense to be explosive. Okay, we talked about running the running the ball effectively. So you know that was you know key number one is you know Zeke Elliott has to have 100 yards. But now we got to talk about the the passing game. 
C.D. Lamb, Amari Cooper, and Michael Gallup, I think in this game, all three of them are going to play a, a huge impact. Because the Cowboys are going to need all, they're going to need all three of them, to be honest. Now, the Arizona defense does have a negative four uh, turnover differential, which is fortunate for the Cowboys, which means the Arizona defense can't force turnovers. But some might say that's because they haven't played the Cowboys yet. Okay, I mean, that's that could very well be true. But at the same time, the Arizona defense, you know, doesn't get... I'm, I'm not sure exactly they don't often get torched or not. I mean, I haven't... You know, from looking like you see, I'm looking at okay, I'm looking at their passing game right now. Yeah, Arizona's passing game allows an average of 222 yards per game, and that puts them fourth in the league, the fourth best in the league. Hmm. And the and Dallas is uh, actually, you know, much to my surprise, Dallas's passing defense. Okay, it's not even actually one of the worst in the league. They they allow close to 250 yards passing per game now. That's a lot, but it's not that much worse than Arizona because Arizona allows 222, so it's not a big difference. So I can almost say that the secondaries are closely evenly matched. Not quite, but close. The biggest factor, though, is we both know as much as we would love a CD limit to get 100 plus yards and one or two teams each, it's just not the reality of the game. I know we the Rams was a big factor. Now, who's going to be the big factor? I think it's going to be CeeDee Lamb and Ezekiel Elliott. We saw that last week. We saw Mark Cooper just wasn't the same guy, or has never been the guy that people are hoping that he would do. So I think it's going to be between CeeDee Lamb and Ezekiel Elliott on key third and fourth down plays. See, I like that prediction out of you. I, I, I really do. It's very brave of you, John. I'm not going to say I agree or disagree, but, you know, because I respect your opinion, but... If you're, you know what, I, right. I, I, I just love how you're brave enough to give these very ballsy predictions because, you know, I live, I live with a saying, don't make predictions you can't back up, okay? I, you know, <laughs> that's just like that. But it's unfortunate Amari Cooper did not have a good game last week, but as quiet as he was last week, he did have that, he did have that play get, uh, in that game-winning drive, you know, uh, which was on a, I'm not sure if it was a second or third down, but it, it was an 18-yard gain, so it, 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 it was clutched. It was clutch, so, you know, it helped Andy Dolan, and it helped, you know, set up the whole, you know, uh, magical drive, but... But, I, you know, I wouldn't be surprised if, if C.D. If CD Lamb had the best game and then Kyler Murray had a good game, I could say, well, that you know, that's Boomer Sooner football at its peak in the NFL. You know, Boomer Sooner football shining in the pros, too. C.D. Lamb has more receiving yards. Obviously, he has a couple less receptions, but that's going to... Yeah, yeah, yes. You know, actually, C.D. Lamb yeah, and Amari Cooper they, are both in the top ten. Exactly, but you know, a sooner or later, like Amari Cooper does after the first five, six games or so, he's going to have that where he's injured and, and either doesn't play or shows up and has like a couple of receptions for 20 yards. This is what he's been his whole career. They're trying to make him to this Emmanuel Sanders or Julio Jones type of thing. Well, he'll never be in that category. C.D. Lamb, I, my opinion, is going to be that big factor. Because C.D. Lamb's been consistent. You see, Ezekiel Elliott's going to have to get it done in the running and pass game with C.D. Lamb, because reality is we have too many offensive weapons. Now, you can't you can't evenly distribute the football to all the receiving options and actually win the game. You have to win time of possession. They can't win time of possession with Ezekiel Elliott or C.D. Lamb on second, third, or fourth down short drives, then it's not going to work. Okay. 
you know, I like how you mentioned that. Like how all these, you know, all these teams are trying to make receivers like Julio Jones. Why not? I think I think you were trying to say is you know everybody, all these got all these teams have star or potential receivers. They're all trying to make them look like Jerry Rice, right? I mean, okay, we all know there will never, ever, ever, ever be another Jerry Rice. I mean, it, it just it just won't happen. I mean, it's inevitable. There's only one Jerry Rice, and no one will ever have his talent. No one will ever have his potential or well, his skills. I mean, if you if you had the benefit of having five Pro Bowl quarterbacks and two or three Super Bowl winning quarterbacks, then yeah, we'll see. But that's another topic for another day. No heat on that. I don't want to get hate. <laughs> I mean, well, never. I mean, and how unique was that? Joe Montana, and then they have Steve Young, and look how well that worked out. Okay, but for me, I think if if I'm gonna so so this is the key to victory uh, number uh, I think we're on number three is the offense have to, has to be explosive and you know and, and and that comes up to terms with uh, key number one with the running game the Cowboys need to be balanced well balanced on both the running game and the passing game so I I think I'm gonna take up a notch I believe it's gonna take Andy Dalton to th- he's gonna have to throw for no less than 250 to 300 yards now. Is he capable of throwing for 400 yards? Well, sure. He's definitely, I mean, he's got an arm. Let's not deny that he has a good throwing arm. But since, I mean, you know what? Look, this, this is me kind of going like, like, don't make predictions you can't back up. Since I can't back up the fact that he that he will have 400 yards, that's why I'm saying he could, but that remains to be seen. Like, in, in other words, all I can say is we have to wait and see. Uh, no, quite- uh, go ahead. The question is now, can he? Yes. Will he? Do they need him to? Probably not with the running game with Elliott and Pollard. And another thing for the Dallas, you could say it's offense or special teams. Tony Pollard has to be better on special teams. That's just a fact. If he can't do it, then if he can't get good field position or help him on special teams, the offense is going to struggle, which means the whole team struggles, and they struggle in the whole game. (sighs) You see, ladies and gentlemen, this is why John – is amazing to have on the show because the, the point the point he just made is if Zeke Elliott and Tony Pollard can both run the ball effectively and somehow someway both have 100 yards of rushing on uh, on the ground, Dalton does not have to throw for 400 yards. You see, that's your point right there, John. If the running game is effective, that takes the pressure off of Dalton. Like he doesn't have to risk getting sacked or you know getting hit or you know risk throwing an interception. That's why the Cowboys need a more effective running game. And you know, and I've said this before. If the running game is so effective, if the t- if the defense is so tired, Dalton can throw a couple of huge passes, and, and a whole team won't even be expecting it. They'll be tired, and the game will be in Dallas's favor. Okay. Amari Cooper is not going to be a big factor. I'll give you a quick thing. We'll continue on. Yeah, thousand yards, a thousand yards, six eighty, two eighty, seven twenty five. You see, consistent, consistently injured. We see up, down, up, down with Amari Cooper, which is why I say he's not going to be a big factor in this game. Okay, I mean, you know, look, as, as far as Cooper, I mean, you know, Wiley, a.k.a. the, AKA the Venom Steer, who's a, a constantly a guest on this show, he explains the scenario that when you have three talented receivers and, you know, when, when a secondary has to deal with a triple, what I like to call a triple threat wide receiver duo, tri- triple threat is a professional wrestling term, by the way, one, the de- opposing defenses are going to put as much as they can on one of them which leaves the other the other two wide open because the defense is not going to be able to cover three top wide receivers. I mean, there's no way in hell. I mean, if, if a defense like that one day does it, 
That just means that football is beginning to become more advanced and it's beginning to evolve in today's generation. But I have not seen that yet. You know, as much as I love Amari Cooper, I, I may have to agree with you. You know, he may have a good game. I mean, if he has like, you know, a couple of catches for 50, 60 yards and had one touchdown, that's respectable. If C.D. Lamb has, you know, a couple of catches over 120 yards, you know, doesn't he doesn't need to score it. I mean, it's all about, you know, getting the driving down the field, you know. It doesn't matter who scores. It, what matters is is that we do score. That's what I'm trying to say. My thing on these plays is for the offense is how does Andy Dalton going to handle the pressure of the Cardinals defense? Obviously, you don't got Jones, but you still got Simmons. How is he going to handle that pressure on key third and fourth and long plays when they need to convert the score? That's going to be a big factor late in the game. That's a very good question, John. Now, if you're, if you're asking how is Andy Dalton going to handle it, He's going to handle it the same way he did last week. He's going to rely on his veteran instincts. But he's also going to understand that I have weapons now. Now, my offensive line is banged up. I mean, the great wall that the Cowboys offensive line had years ago, it's gone. You know, it's at the bottom of the ocean. The great offensive line wall that the Cowboys once had is pretty much the Titanic. It has sunk. It is at the bottom of the ocean. It's gone. And it's a shame, really. But... Dalton's going to know that. He's going to be under pressure, but he's going to say, I'm in Dallas. I've got weapons. We can do this. And he's going to he's gonna know that. He's going to be fortunate that Chandler Jones is not there, but he's still, he, he still knows the Arizona defense is still tough as hell. They're not the best in the league, but they're still respectably tough, and th- that's all they need to be at this point. But if Dallas, is, if, if Dallas kicks it off at the beginning of the game, if they're dominating from the get-go, they won't be in that situation, but... Assuming that they are, they're just going to have to cross their fingers and hope that at the crucial second, somebody is wide open and Dalton is able to connect. And if he does, that opposed, the Arizona defense could be so frustrated, they'll be disoriented, they'll lose their concentration, and Dallas will take full advantage. I've seen this before. I've seen Dallas go against, go against a very frustrated team, and the Dallas offense manages to, to get it off in that situation. So we can only hope for the best. Exactly. If they get in their own heads like they usually do in big moments, then it's going to be a problem. Because on paper, they have a phenomenal team. But they always get in their own heads. They cannot have any penalties, especially with the Cardinals team, who is one of the best teams in their division. Exactly. So now we got key, three, key, now we got key number th- three uh, done, okay? Effective, explosive offense. So now we've got the, the keys to victory. Now we got to talk about... J- uh, Jalen Smith. Now, Jalen Smith finally actually had a good game against the Giants. He, you know, as terrible as he was all year, he, he was always in the, he, he's always been in the top five in tackles. I mean, he, he, but the problem is, you know, this is part of the defense, defense, you know, too. Like, you know, tackle the, the freaking ball carrier. Like, make that, like, don't, I mean, there's, there's been, it's been like that all season. How many times have we seen the Cowboys, you know, Daniel Jones was under pressure. The Cowboys player has his hands on him and he cannot take him down. That's frustrating. They, I mean, Kyler Murray is going to do that. I mean, you know, Kyler Murray is not Daniel Jones. It's amazing that Daniel Jones was able to use some magic to get away from all that pressure and complete a huge pass. But if we could not get to Daniel Jones, if we can't get to Kyler Murray, he's going to make you pay for it in a worse way. Well, here's the thing. It's also against when they played against the Giants. So let's not overvalue. Sorry, don't overvalue numbers, empty calorie numbers, empty calorie stats. It's like a bag of lace potatoes. I don't give it any value for in that game. He played well, but again, 
the Giants' offensive line is a giant, so let's not give him too much credit than he deserves. Okay, <laughs> that's definitely a good point. So now we got to talk about predictions. So, and you predicted that CeeDee Lamb's going to have the best game, uh, the, the, the be- is going to be the best receiver of the game for Dallas. Are you sticking with that? Who? Uh, who did you say uh, did you believe is, is going gonna, is gonna to be the Cowboys receiver with the best game? I think you said it was CeeDee Lamb. Okay. Yes. What do you think his final stats will be? I think it's going to be about 8 to 10 uh, catches for about 102 yards and 1 to 2 keys. Okay. Very, very respect- respectable. I agree with you, but I'm not going to steal your thunder. I'm going to say, I'm going to predict that Michael Gallup, again, you know, Michael Gallup was awfully quiet too, but he came up clutch in that, in that magical drive. But I think Michael Gallup is going to have the He's going to have one of the best games in his career. So I think Michael Gallup is the, is, is the receiver that, that's really going to put on the show. He's going to prove a point. Just because I went to a, just because I went to Colorado State, just because I was a third-round pick, does not mean that I'm, I'm first-round pick material. He's, he's, he also he's, struck, he's going to show the world, don't judge this book by the cover. You're not wrong, but he also, he also struggled against Cleveland in catching key balls and key moments. So, I mean, with Dalton, is that going to change? I don't know. He had a phenomenal game against Seattle. But besides that, he's been terrible all year. Okay. All right. So, you know, and, and this is a pred- Okay, now I'm going to do a prediction number two. And I think we... And this is something we both agree on. I think Zeke is going to have a... I think Zeke is going to be... Uh, is actually going to do well. I, I think the running game... I'm not going to say Zeke specifically. I think the running game is going to be more effective this time. I agree. It's going to have to be. I mean, Elliot's in his... This is his... Elliot's about to be in his contract. It's about to go into effect next year. He better be worth it. He has to. All eyes are on him. He, people just realize he's still on his fifth-year option. He, he's going to have to get it done. Numbers-wise, he's one of the best in the league. But he has to not get in his head. If he makes a turnover, yes, he made a mistake. Move on. Get better. Okay. Now, now I got to... Uh, I really got to give uh, a prediction on, the, on, on Arizona now. I think Kyler Murray is going to have at least 300 yards of passing, and he's probably going to have 70 yards of running of, of running game. That's just how that's just how terrible the Cowboys' defense is. Kyler Murray is just a unique dual dual threat quarterback. He's really going to put on a show on Monday Night Football. I mean, this game could can end up be, can really be a shootout. Without a doubt, I think it's the running game, which is why I give the Cardinals the edge, or the Cowboys is the running game, which means. It's going to be the key for the Cardinals in this game. You know, I should, we should mention the Arizona secondary is well experienced. You know, there's Patrick Peterson, Buda Baker. You know, the, and you know, the, this season, you know, opponents have been held to 222 yards with just a 60 percent completion rate against the against the Cardinals. So that's why I mentioned earlier, if the Cowboys can dom- offense can dominate from the get go, then they're going to be good to go. But now I want to make my final score prediction. I say Dallas wins 38-34. to 34. I, I, can't, I, can't see, I, have, I, can't, I can't see the Cowboys winning it easily. Well, here's the thing. I think it's going to be the Cardinals 35, the Cowboys 22. Again, that's the running game. Maintain time of possession. We see the penalties every game from the Cowboys. 
Kyle Murray, his completion percentage last two games is over 75%. That's going to be a factor for him in this game. Okay. I can't, you know, say I, I don't agree, but, you know, at the same time, I do respect your prediction, but... But this is definitely a game that I have, I'm have. i going to have to specifically pay attention to because anything could happen. And... But at the same time, here's an argument. And, you know, as we close this up, here's an argument. Now that we've made predictions, I, I, can, I can finally make this argument, John. Is that Arizona, have they really faced anybody that's really good? I mean, let's, let's, uh, let's take that in for a little bit. Let's go. Let me let me go ahead and pull up their schedule right now. Here's who they've who who here who's uh, who they've the, gone against. Uh, they played San Francisco week. They played San Francisco in week one, and they played the and they played Water, who looked very good right this year. They played two good right this year. Okay. They beat you know they, and they you know they narrowly beat the 49ers, but they still won. But that, so that was a great win. They didn't beat the Washington football team. They lost to Detroit. They lost to Carolina, and they're coming off a win against the Jets. So. The argument is that, you know, this is not really an argument that I started. This is what my friend started. Is that Arizona, he believes that Dallas is going to win because Arizona has not played anybody good yet. Look, that's definitely a good They played point. two good teams and they beat Carolina. Who Teddy Bridgewater is playing phenomenal with Robbie Anderson. And the, that's the only receiver he has. So, I mean, they played two good teams. I'm not saying they're Super Bowl contenders, but let's not act like they played the Jets all year for sure. Actually, actually, the they lost. They actually lost to Carolina. They lost to Carolina thirty-one twenty-one. Mm. But so, so I, I guess in his case is as good as the. I guess what my friend's trying to say in, the, in this scenario is that as good as the Arizona defense is, they haven't they haven't played a Cowboys offense quite like the one we've seen. But now the there's another argument to that is that was before Dak Prescott got hurt. I mean. If Prescott had gotten hurt, then that would be a different story. But now that Prescott's, you know, is out for the season, and he, and he, I mean, Andy Dalton, as good as he is, he's not Dak Prescott. I mean, some might say that's a good thing because, you know, there's a lot of Prescott haters out there. Now, as I am not a huge fan, I'm not Dak Prescott's fan. I assure you, folks, I am not a Prescott hater. I, I assure you. But, look, <laughs> the – I guess what I'm trying to say, you know, now that the Arizona is going against a veteran quarterback who's actually pretty good, who's, you know, he's a fresh, he got a fresh start, he's getting something he's been hoping to get, like playing with some good weapons. This game is, I think the best way to say this game, this game is going to be full of surprises. Like if Dallas somehow has an amazing game, that's what I would say, a game that is full of surprises. Did we expect it? No. Did it happen? Yes. Without a doubt, I mean, obviously... It's going to be interesting to see what happens. I got the Cardinals winning, but again, there's a lot of big factors. It doesn't matter if you have the better players. Again, that's what people need to get. We can agree, disagree, that's fine, but it doesn't matter if you have the better players. It's about the execution with the players you have on the field. Exactly. In other words, is the question is, can you get it done with these players? Can you deliver? Mm-hmm. So the question is, will Andy Dalton be able to deliver? Well... He's got the potential. However, it remains to be seen. Therefore, all we can say, all I can say is we have to wait and see. 100%. Well, we've wrapped it up for our Arizona versus Dallas preview. I'd like to remind you folks that Cowboys Talk is available on Spotify, 
Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, and YouTube. The, the, the Cowboys Talk is proudly, uh, proudly brought to you by Sarcastic Remarks, the only Dallas Stars Talk podcast of DFW. John, I want to thank you so very much for joining me again this week. I can't wait to have you on in the future. It's an honor talking football with you, sir. Sure. Well, you have a good night, John. You too, man. Have a good one. Thank you so much. Go Cowboys. Everybody have a good week.